happy Monday, Memphis. I hope your day is off to a wonderful start. I am so excited that we get to spend another Monday together, that we get to spend the next hour together. I'm Sanaa, and this is Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM, and also available anytime, anywhere on WYXR.org. Every Monday morning, I'm joined by experts from across the country who are investigating our most pressing social issues and common curiosities. Over the next hour, you'll learn about their inspirations, motivations, and of course, what they know about the world around us. So grab that cup of coffee and let's get ready for a fun and insightful conversation. Have you ever been inspired, moved, or motivated by a piece of art? I think the best art does that. It causes us to feel something. It may even inspire us to action. Now, of course, you know, there is the art we see on display in art galleries or even sculpture gardens. And there's the art that we may have learned about in school. And then there's the art that's around us every day. But how does that art come into existence? And why do artists create? Today, I'm excited to talk about some of these things with our guest, Maya Sang. Maya is a native Memphian illustrator and designer who seeks to share a more positive and inclusive narrative. Since graduating from Memphis College of Art in 2017, they have specialized in commercial illustration, branding design, advertising design, and environmental design. Their work normalizes, amplifies, and showcases the empowerment and happiness of minorities and their experiences. Good morning, Maya, and welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm <laughs> it so happy going to be on here. So good. Yes, I am so happy that you are here. I'm so happy that you said yes, because I'm a big fan of your work. Absolutely love it. Been following you for a while. Even when I think you kind of started with that like black, white, teal type motif. Um, <laughs> I remember you then, and then now it's kind of like this really rich palette of colors and people. So I am so excited that you are here. And y'all, we were kind of talking um, off air. And I said, I was so nervous to invite Maya to the show. I wonder why. Don't know. Like, <laughs> if anything, I'm more nervous that like people want me on their show. I'm like, do you really want me to ruin your show? I, not really, but... <laughs> I'm so happy that you asked and I'm so happy to just talk to you. So yes. no, thank you so much for having me on here. Like, I'm Absol so happy. Yes, absolutely. You. <laughs> you know, I think part of it was that I had been following your work and then I saw you doing all of these collaborations with these really big brands and organizations and entities. And I was like, oh, they're like famous, famous. And <laughs> they'll be like, what is this radio show that you speak of? <laughs> no, I never feel like that. Especially like I know about your show. I think your show is incredible. And plus, like I follow a lot that happens with like WYXR anyway, just because the radio station is just incredible and feature mm -hmm. a lot of um, people in our community that I think are doing an amazing job impacting and just informing and just bringing awareness of like the cool things happening here in the city and of course, I want to be a part of this. Yes, absolutely. And you are one of those cool people <laughs> impacting the city, a person that folks should know. And probably even if they don't know you, um, they know your work. Because again, it has been featured, of course, in some local publications here, but then also nationally and internationally as well, I believe. Yes? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. It's really funny because, um, yeah, even though my work is still, um, well, it's displayed in different tiers I love the fact that just enough people know who I am and that's just me being an introvert I'm like I'm kind of happy I can walk in this room and a lot of people still won't care what I'm doing it's kind of like um it's kind of like the New York experience because you like created it that way <laughs> but I know eventually I'm gonna be uh you know taking out the hat and people are gonna start noticing so I'm trying to enjoy it <laughs> 
the luxury <laughs> I have right now. Yes, yes, that's true. That is a good point. Yeah, so enjoy where you are in this wonderful career um, right now because soon folks will be like stopping you on the street and <laughs> it will be a thing. I'm like, it's funny because I'm like, do artists, I mean, I know artists get noticed in that way, but I'm like, I'm like, do illustrators get stopped that often? <laughs> I, I just hope, I just hope like, I hope people come by and like stop by and like want to talk to me and, you know, but I'm just like, I just want to do my work. And then I just want to be around. I don't want to be the center of attention. I just want to, I want to, I want to be around to be, be like present for everyone else's stuff. And mm-hmm. then I just go from there. So it's, it's, it's lovely. It's a lovely process. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk more about kind of where you are in your career and kind of how you got there, but you just said something that I wanted to kind of probe a little bit more. You were like, do artists get recognized? And you're like, do illustrators. And so do you see a difference between like artist and illustrator well no not really it's just there's different types of obviously different types of mediums and so when I think of people like freaking out and like you know wanting autograph like all this like really crazy stuff I usually think of like musicians I don't know I think of like big fine artists or like musicians like me as a illustrator who do a lot of like editorial work like children's books and stuff I'm like if someone's checking for me I'm like oh my goodness (laughs) I'm glad but it's just like I I wouldn't expect that so um that's just something that I just need to I guess live through and figure out on my own because I find it very interesting um that people even now are like hey I know you and I know your work and I'm just like (laughs) it's it's, it's a crazy feeling I don't know (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, so has anyone yet ever kind of stopped you out in public and said, hey, aren't you or I follow your work or are you so and so? Yes. Um, The first time this happened, it was actually, it was pre-COVID. It was 2019 and it was my birthday. Um, I was at Tone, uh, the Tone headquarters in Orange Mountain. And um, it was for an Out Memphis event. And it was a whole, it was a wonderful situation. And this person saw me and they were freaking out. Like, I need to take a picture with you. And I was like, with me? (laughs) You know, it was just so funny because I wasn't expecting it. Because I thought this person wanted to take a picture with me because it was my birthday. But no, they were like, I know your work. Like, I love your work. I love you. Like, I want to take a picture. And that was like a big moment for me because I just never experienced that before. So. Yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's, okay. I'm trying to get used to it still, but definitely has happened before. <laughs> what a beautiful birthday gift for someone to acknowledge you and acknowledge your work and, you know, share with you the impact of that work. Yes. The, someone to recognize me during a voguing event. I was just like, <laughs> it was a dream. I was just like, I love that. Like the fact that in a break, you want to say hi. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love that. Now. All right. So for folks who aren't familiar, you are a digital artist. Is that the correct way to say it? Digital illustrator? Yes. I will say, yeah, I'm mostly a digital commercial artist. Um, A lot of my work is digital. I can do uh, traditional mediums, but that's not my choice of medium these days. Um, And it's just fantastic to work on an iPad and and just, you know, can do whatever I want with it. So... (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I think you are most known for these very vibrant characters. Um, I don't even know if character is the right word because I think it depersonalizes it. And I see these as like people, like really like joyful people for the most part who are kind of like doing a variety of regular things and fun things and just kind of living their life. Yes. And that's how I see it. A lot of my uh, people that I draw, I really focus on individualizing them. So they feel like actual people, like they feel like they have actual lives and they got stuff to do. <laughs> um, and I just love the fact that people are seeing that from the outside. Cause that's my full intention because um, you know, beyond, you know, that person's influenced by someone, you know, or by these different variables that, you know, someone in your daily like today today like life and yeah like we need to reflect that in media so 
Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yes. I love that you said it. Cause I totally get that. And that's why I was like, I don't really want to say character. Cause it's not just a, you know, it is a, a person or representative representative. There we go. Of yes. a person or an experience. And I think your work really captures that. Like I'm there with these folks as they're, you know, delivering the mail or as they're, you know, doing some self-care or as they're, you know, feeling all the feelings about the world that we're living in. Yes. And that's, I think it's really important to just reflect these things because a lot of times like people, I don't know, especially with nowadays and the fact that we're just like, I mean, we're outside more often, obviously, but um, we're watching social media, watching social media, we're watching the news and whatnot. And sometimes there's just this tendency for people, they'll look at a situation or a topic and they kind of de- like dehumanize people, you know? And a lot of times it's just, I don't know, you just can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. And so with my work um, and if I'm, if I'm responding to a situation or trying to reflect um, experience or some type of relationship or whatever, um, I want to make sure that the like these humanistic like qualities are there so you can obviously empathize and relate to them because that's what we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. We need to empathize and relate to each other, even though you've never seen that person before that person should still be a person you should identify with because they're human. So (laughs) big influence. Yes, absolutely. And I think that, you know, you keyed in on something that is very kind of symptomatic of our, our world, right? There's so much news coming at us. It's easy to get overwhelmed with all of the things that are happening, especially all of the social issues that are happening around us. And so it can be overwhelming to take that moment to kind of connect and pause and really think about some of these issues. So I think your work gives that moment to pause and really take in um, a beautiful piece of work, but also maybe learn a little bit more about an issue um, that is happening. So even if I kind of just look through your Instagram page and I've seen posts about like protecting the bees and like saving the United States postal system, of course, you know, different things about COVID-19, but also food deserts, um, PCOS, mental health, um, even sign language, which I was super excited about because that's something I, I would love to learn more sign language. Yes. Um, the, sign, the sign language thing, I definitely, I can't wait to take a little break because that's one thing I want to continue to learn. Um, yes. And, oh, we could talk more about it, but um, <laughs> what got me into it was the simple fact, um, I would just watch different documentaries and talk to people who knew sign language and understanding that, I don't know, I don't think people just, kind of uh, explore communities and lifestyles of other people beyond just like, you know, your binary able-bodied person, you know, like with no, yeah. So like when you look at these different communities and you see these wonderful people just living their lives, it's just fantastic. And it's just like, hey, let's pay attention to that. Like, let's pay attention to people who are giving you mail every day. Let's talk about the people who want to have uh, bees around so we can have produce and have the ability to eat well and and not have to suffer uh, suffer from food deserts and like all this stuff. So I, a lot of my work is just definitely like a response situation or like highlighting topics I think uh, just should be highlighted because these are conversations about not only the present but the future um, for ourselves but also our environment. So super happy (laughs) that that's coming across because that makes me super happy. Yes. And you know, it comes across in a way that is very, I feel that is very authentic. Um, And that's what I was going to ask you. Like I see the, the kind of the messages you put out. Instagram is my social media of choice. And so I see a lot of your work popping up on my feed and it seems very authentic as if these are things that, you know, kind of either piqued your interest. I don't know if you're like super involved in some of these things or not, but things that are, that you just want to share with other folks versus, um, versus it seeming like this was a plans kind of, you know, I'm going to talk about this topic today and that topic next week. And it seems more 
and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with either approach, but it just seems more organic. Like we're along a learning journey with you. And I'm wondering, is that your approach or is it something like, okay, well, next week on this day, I'm going to talk about, you know, this specific issue. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's definitely more so an organic uh just transition anytime I'm like all the time I'm learning new things just so I can become a better person more aware and also just you know be knowledgeable about the world around me and so yes when I'm informed or become aware of something or I think something's interesting I want to share it with everybody because like I just think that's the way that everyone can grow um and it's not even like pushing opinions or like certain beliefs it's just like hey like, this is what's happening. And at the end of the day, like, this is something we can do about it. It's not me trying to tell anybody what to do. It's just like, hey, this is a potential, like, solution, or this is a potential uh, perspective that you probably never thought about. And I just love that. I just love the fact that um, I don't feel, like, obligated <laughs> mm-hmm. that I need to say good things or, like, have to showcase. It's like, that's what I love, you know, and I'm interested in showing others the things that I find intriguing, things that I feel like are uplifting and powerful. And I just want, I just gonna put it on there when I can. So if you don't see me post for a little while, it's just because I'm out and about Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to get inspired or just figuring out things that I do wanna say, because the last thing I wanna do, I don't know, like on, you know, right now on Instagram is so, you, you'll see it all the time. It's very repetitive at this point. A lot of people are trying to do a lot of sayings and give advice and whatnot. And I'm, I'm not that person. I feel like I'm not certified for that. The thing <laughs> I'm going to give you is something that I do understand and something that I can share, you know, at a surface level basis, except for like PCOS or something I do personally experience. Um, but yeah, like I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> and stuff. Yes, I love it. And I did get that kind of general kind of learning and growing and general awareness from your work, which again, I love because sometimes it is just, I think about this in the same way with, with teaching, you know, you're planting seeds and hopefully some of those seeds will inspire people to learn more, to get activated. But even if it doesn't, you're still planting just an awareness of an issue or community or an idea that people may not otherwise be, you know, exposed to. Yes. And that's really the intention, I guess, there. It's just like, just have, it's like talking with friends or like talking with other people that you probably never met before and you're learning something new. It's just starting a conversation, bringing awareness, um, learning something new and figuring out something that you might enjoy. I don't know. Um, but it's just really nice to know that I'm able to like share these experiences with people. And also as a learning experience, like I know at some point, um, and I I hope it hasn't happened yet, but like you might make mistakes. You might, at one point you might say, Hey, I believe in this thing. And then you can draw another thing and say, Hey, actually I updated myself. So, (laughs) so this is what I want to talk about now. And, um, I want people to feel like that. I want people to feel like they have permission to always change and Mm -hmm. always to grow, um, with my work and, that there's always something more out there than what you see or experience on a day-to-day basis. So um, yeah, that's pretty much my whole scope. Just making sure that you're just growing every day. (laughs) Yes, I love that. And I love how you said, you know, at some point in, in the future, you might change an opinion or learn a different perspective about a topic and have to, you know, update, give an update for folks. And I think that's so important that we allow people to grow and allow people maybe to change an opinion or just to learn more and kind of have more nuance to an an issue, a topic, or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I can give you an example too. Um, Like, for example, I want to create more ASL pieces just because like we need that, you know, I know of people who need that type of visibility. And amongst that, I had to learn personally. um, When I drew the initial illustration it was correct you know but uh, as I learned more I learned that you know such as spoken languages um, 
you know, ASL has different dialects, like, mm-hmm. you know, some groups of people only use one hand to speak and other people use two. So it's just bringing that, like having that awareness now, now when I'm developing my people, I can figure out those differences and like make better decisions. And that is just a better impact on somebody because they will be more aware of that later. So always give your permission to learn and just grow always. Um, and never feel, never regret, <laughs> never regret. I mean, unless it was like really bad, you know, some people go out some people go way out like left field and you just be like, um, you need to come back, you know, you please come back. But I don't think I will get to that point. <laughs> um, but it's always great to change, always to acknowledge change, always to, um, to welcome change. Cause otherwise you're just going to, I don't know, you never want to be stagnant. You never want to be the same. And I just think that's really important to just give your permission, like give yourself permission to just do stuff, just do whatever. It doesn't matter if you did it before. Like, <laughs> yes, I love that. Give yourself permission to grow, give yourself permission to explore. So important. Well, let's take a quick break. This is Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. I'm Sanaa and I'm here with Maya Sane, digital illustrator, and we've been talking about all of their great work and particularly around this learning, growing, and showing process through art. And you mentioned before the break that sometimes um, you might take a break from social media or not post anything, and it's because you might be, you know, just taking some time to get inspired by the world around you. What are some things that inspire you? I, I think the one, <laughs> I'll tell you like three things that inspire me. <laughs> Two of them are kind of funny, I guess, for other people. And then for me, it's just natural. So one thing I learn a lot from is just documentaries. I love documentaries. I think people's lives are just as interesting as a movie <laughs> because it's just like, it's not something you experience personally. And they're so there are so many people that have done so many things and it's just beautiful to see what that person went through like who they are and just the different layers and it's just a nice experience to like identify with other people um you know you you might watch i might watch something sometimes and be like okay me and this person definitely think differently <laughs> and that's really nice um Another thing is I love to travel, um, but obviously that has uh, not been a thing as much because of our situation. Um, But I do, um, I know one uh, thing that I did develop over quarantine and I still kind of do it every once in a while. Um, There's people out there on YouTube who just like walk around and just show different cities and different places. I love that. I love seeing the different like communities being like there, the places, architecture, whatnot, just being very aware that like, obviously everywhere it's not like Memphis. When you go to Memphis, it's not gonna be the same. And this is like, this applies to everywhere else too, but life is different. <laughs> and um, and you can always experience that thing. And it's good to know those things exist because you can, you can like expand mm-hmm. what you can look forward to. So. Uh, those two things. And then also um, every once in a while, I'll pick up a good book every once in a while. Please don't ask me for titles because <laughs> it's been a minute because I've been busy. But um, every once in a while, I'll either like check out a book, um, you know, I'll have time through like a chapter here or there, you know, and I'm like flip flopping. I'm not an act like a, like a active reader, but I do pick up every once in a while. I purchase a lot of books, by the way, but don't get a chance to read them. (laughs) But I pick them up, read them, check them out and just learn different, you know, just like different paragraphs. Uh, I'll highlight pages, stuff that really resonate with me. And I just take it from there. So those are my three inspirations as of now. Um, Besides social media, I think looking at people and you know, I mean, obviously you have to take it with a grain of salt, but like <laughs> people do a lot of cool stuff and it is all in your fingertips. And that is really nice too. Um, and that's been getting me into thinking about how to expand my work mm-hmm. even beyond what it is now, because I've been looking at all these different people and these different mediums, like doing cool stuff that I didn't even know was available, mm-hmm. <laughs> such as like soft robotics. Like, what is that? <laughs> Yes, look, yes, what is that? <laughs> oh, like 
let me not get into science. I actually, I'm a big fan of science. Um, actually, I am such a nerd when it comes to like space stuff and just like robotics. Um, obviously, I'm not the best at it because I did not get my degree in it, but my interests are sparked. And <laughs> it's just really cool to learn stuff like soft robotics and how that's going to be implemented to our society. For example, people are trying to figure out a way to utilize um, these robotics, you know, similar to like you're, you know, when you think of like factories, the automated arms and stuff, those are hard body mm-hmm. tech. Um, but with soft body, they're trying to figure out how to make clothing out of it mm-hmm. at some point and um, to potentially uh, help people uh, rescue, um, like human rescue, um, how to go date. We can get into this later, but <laughs> but it's just interesting because it's like that exists and like how can I be a part of that? I have no clue as an artist right now. Maybe one day I could see it. I want to do it, so I'm gonna figure that. Out. Well, I had to ask because I read something else where you said you like robots and that you could see integrating robots or robotics into your work. And so when you mentioned, I was like, oh, well, let me just ask a little bit about the robots. <laughs> yes, I love robots. Um, it comes from my childhood. Um, my childhood dream of one day being a part of Gundam. A lot of people out there <laughs> don't know. I am, I'm into anime and stuff like that, which we won't get into that today, but um, anime definitely sparked my interest in robots. And from there I got into space and uh, astrophysics and just all these different things. And I don't know how art would ever tie in to that, but I'm seeing a lot of um, people in science taking inspiration from art and I think it, it can be vice versa. That's the reason why, you know, obviously in Memphis, we have the, um, you know, art versus science show to kind of showcase that. But um, I would love to dig into that, to that more in my career. I don't know what that looks like, but it, it would definitely fit or align with what I'm trying to do with like bringing people together and like expanding what we already have going on, which I think is pretty positive for the most part. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I think there's a natural connection between art and science and tech because for me, I'm not an artist, but art is about possibilities and about imagining um, different futures or imagining just possibilities that aren't in existence yet. And that is art and science and, and tech all together. Um, yes. And we might think art is, you know, prettier or, <laughs> but it, you know, it all is about kind of the imagination and about creating into existence a world that we would like to see. Or at least that's how I view art. <laughs> no, you're you're pretty. Yes, like you know, you're correct. Like art is very um, subjective. You know, it can be literally anything, and I think that's incredible. And then uh, I think that's the reason why scientists love that because it opens up this different. You know, because science, I realized on my end, I was like, oh, okay, that's the reason why I didn't become an astronomer. It's just because the mathematics is just very absolute, <laughs> and you know, you need certain types of equations and whatnot is very straightforward. And um, I think art, when it's integrated, allows um, those absolute info, like the numbers or letters, they become something else. And that representation can literally be anything. So that what sparked my idea. Plus, we just need some evolution (laughs) with our work. And, you know, we're seeing it coming fast I mean it's literally 2020 uh 2021 and we're seeing such I don't know like completely different from the 1990s early thousands like would not think we were going to have um not a VR but like AR you know like at some point advertisement going to go to AR what does that look like what does what would my work look like if it was in AR I don't know I want to be a part of it though and I think we should just uh keep being inspired of how to like integrate or uh, overlap different kinds of, um, you know, professions or like specialties and see how we can expand both fields or however many fields by just taking a little inspiration from each other. So 
Yes, yes. I love it. I can't wait to see, you know, your personal kind of future trajectory in art and like all these different fields and then just as a whole where we may be headed. So that makes me very, very excited. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about some of the collaborations that you've done. Um, so, That's well, true. first, look, I know that you've had a lot of different collaborations. So I, if there's a collaboration you want to talk about first, we can start there. And then I have some questions about some collaborations as well. There's so many. Um, my top tier ones, um, actually they're not even top tier. It's just the ones I can immediately come on top of my head. Um, it's definitely the all birds slash Ozil shoe. Um, that was super important to me. I could tell you why later. Um, the Michelle Obama book, that was fantastic. And I still to this day just can't believe I did that. And then, and then number three, um, it was one with the, um, it was actually my very first collaboration. Um, it was actually the thing that I think brought traction or people to my work. Um, and this is a smaller one, but me and um, me and a friend, we made the uh, Let Me Run shirts and like how, like, I don't know how my voice versus like making like, you know, making it to a product where like, people can identify with and people are like yes like this is something bigger than just a shirt or a saying this is a lifestyle like this is something I believe in and how that was such a big thing but there's definitely more but those are the three highlight things for me personally mm -hmm. um and I want to say shout out to Harrison from uh if I, please, please don't be mad at me Harrison <laughs> 33 studio I think that I'm pretty sure that's um his company I haven't been on his page in the last week or so. So I, I am not good with names, but I'm very proud of all the collaborations that I've done because like I align with all of them. It's not something that I did for money. It's like things I actually believed in and I think were super important. So. <laughs> yes. Well, you mentioned some of the ones that I wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into, but let me start with the, the last one you mentioned, which was the first collaboration, um, yes. the Let Me Run. Could you tell our listeners what that was and kind of describe to them kind of the purpose or the idea behind um, that collaboration that came from there. Okay. So the collaboration, um, basically started, I made this illustration. Well, let me back it up, back it up all the way up. Um, at some point, um, my health had taken a, um, it had taken a route that I did not see desirable. So I was making myself exercise more, get out the house more, especially during the pandemic when we we're literally like stuck inside, so I was going to the parks, definitely running, walking, just making sure I kept my body um, active and to also produce like dopamine and all the other great yeah. things that keep you happy and nice. Um, but once um, that story about Aubrey, um, it was just very upsetting to know that two um, men thought it was um their right to take a life away um, of this black man who was in this like who just running in the neighborhood very similar to what I do every day and literally was killed for just being a regular person just running down the street like getting his exercise just being a fitness like enthusiast and these people were like you're in this wrong neighborhood and they shot him and that really made me angry that made me very disturbed and I just didn't know how to go about it and that's how I came up with the illustration and that's what that illustration was just like a person running in the bag that said let me run because I'm like I should be able to do whatever I want to do and also um if I'm in a situation like why would you choose to how, like how can you justify taking someone's life in someone's life and this person has not done anything to you and they're not interrupt they're not harming you in any way they're just existing and that just um took another turn for me that was really a emotional response that I felt very passionate about and uh my friend came to me and was like hey 
I think we should uh, use that design so we can donate to the cause, you know, for, you know, cause people were going out, you know, rioting, going to jail, you know, all the stuff. So we wanted to make money to get bailout money to make sure mm-hmm. that people had the funding. So like, you know, the person who passed, like, you know, like make sure that they had money in order to, uh, you know, do funeral classes and stuff like that. And then just donating to just different organizations who cared about, you know, black lives. So that, that collaboration was a big thing for me. I was not expecting the turnout that it did. I'm appreciative of it, but that, that collaboration was not about me. That was just bringing awareness and like just having a reaction or response to something that black people like me see every day and being like, I'm tired. (laughs) Um, And so that was, that was just a big uh, project for me. And Harrison did such a great job just helping me through all of that. And I can't wait to work with him in the future. Like we're going to do something. (laughs) So, yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that illustration. I love the shirts and, you know, I think it, brought attention to multiple issues. Of course, the specific issue of Ahmaud Aubrey's life being taken by two white supremacists, um, but yes. also, as you mentioned, the broader issue of Black folks being profiled and not being able to just enjoy a leisure activity or a health activity in At their all. own communities, right? Exactly, yes. And I think, you know, for some folks, um, they're not aware of that, that Black people are thinking about, can I even go for a run in my own neighborhood? Do I need to have ID on me? How can I prove that I belong here, um, here in my community, here in this nation, right here as a human being? And so I think that was so important. Um, Again, your work is so joyful, even when it is talking, of course, about a very important issue, but I think it also gives folks some encouragement, right? And a sense of, um, being seen. And I think that's so important. Oh, I love the way that you worded that. That was fantastic. (laughs) Thank you for taking the words out of my brain that just went poof. Um, but no, that's exactly how I felt. Um, I just thought it was a great opportunity just to showcase all of those things. Like, Hey, let's talk about this. But the way that I, the reason why I really enjoy my work is I'm not making my work palatable. That is not what I'm seeking to do. I'm not trying to comfort like people who, I don't know, there's certain people who be on my page. I'm like, this is not for you. I'm just trying to let you be aware, but I'm not trying to like save your feelings. You know, this is factual. Um, It's just more so I like my work to be approachable. Like I want it, you know, it's joyful. It's nice. It looks like something you will see (laughs) most likely in a children's book, but you know, people look at it and they're just like, you know, you can have your own opinions. You can have discussions, but it's great to have the like ability or feel like you can talk about it and like that piece can start that you know if you're not able to like bring it up like this piece can allow that so yeah I think it's wonderful I love this idea of like art that is approachable but not comfortable and I think that's the art that is that's the art that makes me excited. Where again, like you, you feel something. You're you do something. You know, with that, um, what you do, of course, is up to you. But it, it inspires. It activates something within you. And I thought about that too with the Allbirds collab, the illustration um, on the running shoes, and I loved how kind of the goal of that was to. Um, amplify running as something that can be running. And I think exercise or movement more broadly as something that can be inclusive and accessible, but also representative because so much about, you know, fitness has been through a very specific, well, I mean, so much of everything has been through a very specific kind of like white lens, a certain body type, slender, right? And so I think it's important to be like, that's not real life. (laughs) No, there's so many people who do the same activities and we just don't see them do it every day. I think the way that media shows like certain activities, um, really influence people to think like, oh, is that really for me? And it's like, yes, everything is for you. Let me show you. <laughs> and with that, with the um, Allbirds Ozil um, 
shoe collaboration. That was just a dream come true because um, not only does the representation in the show, like, hey, everyone can move their body. Everyone is capable of being strong and powerful and go beyond their limits, but also the actual shoe itself, Allbirds and Ozil, they really proud themselves on trying to be and achieve being sustainable. Like they're very focused on the materials they use, um, their carbon um, print, on their production and whatnot. And me, when I was in uh, school, I did study quite a bit of sustainable design. So that made my heart sore. That made my heart just really happy because like those are two things that I really care about. We need to be more, um, we need to be more intentional about how we're bringing you know, different products and like sharing these things with people, but also let's talk about like these activities and these products that people are using every day that aren't like, you know, your typical white person down the street, just running, being slender and just, you know, I don't know. It's like when you think about running, you don't think about like a person being plus size and like, you know, not wearing like, you know, sometimes people don't have athletic clothes. Sometimes they're just running, you know, and just like, being, I don't know. I just like just bringing awareness. Like, hey, like you can do whatever and be whoever, and this is how you can do it. And let's not be terrible about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, you're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. I'm Sanaa, and we have been chatting with Maya Sane, digital illustrator. And here we are on Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM and WYXR.org. I'm Sanaa and I've been chatting with Maya Sane, digital illustrator, and we have been talking about all of their great work. Uh, before the break, you mentioned something that I think was is so important when it comes to art and especially the type of work that you do where, you know, if people don't see themselves represented, or don't see themselves in certain types of activities or jobs or you know whatever it is, you can start to think like, first of all, one, do I even exist? Like, do people like me even, are we out there? And then also like, is this job or career, is that for me? It, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Like a hundred percent. It definitely, when you don't see yourself uh, or see someone like you doing something, it kind of reminds me of like the 1990s when you're just like interested in something, but you don't want anyone to know. So you keep it to yourself so you don't get bullied. I don't know. It's just like that type of um, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's a type of aura around it. Um, but yeah, like people should be allowed to do whatever and um, do their interests and share with people what they like to do or who they want to be, who they like to be. Um, and there shouldn't be any stigma around it. And yeah, we can talk more about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you mentioned kind of the stigma around being who you are or even what you're going through, you know, one thing I noticed that's been surfacing in some of your work more recently is a big emphasis on mental health, um, which I mean, based on the state of the world, <laughs> might seem like a pretty natural turn to be thinking about, you know, mental health. <laughs> but again, just the way that you present it, it makes it seem like it's okay to seek help, which it is okay. But oftentimes, you know, that's not a conversation that we might be having in the public. Um, but again, thinking about how um, approachable your work is, you know, when it comes to mental health, something that I would go out on a limb and say, we are all struggling with our mental health in some form yes. <laughs> right now at this present moment. Uh, but your work, you know, just acknowledging like, hey, we're, you know, I'm going through this. We all might be going through this. And here are some things that I'm doing that have been helpful to me. Yes. And that's literally the stance I try to take on. I really enjoy just allowing people to know, hey, this is my approach to it. I don't personally enjoy trying to tell other people what to do. You know, I just don't, I don't want to be that person. That's not who, that's not in my corner, um, especially because like what works for me might not work for you, you know? And, and even if one thing might be deep for me and that might be the solution I need to 
feel a little bit better for today, like someone might need something less or maybe more. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm just that person to help to be like the stepping stone. I'm the stepping stone (laughs) of you being like, okay, like maybe I should really think about this and like allow myself to understand what I'm feeling and how I'm presenting myself to myself and also to the world and how do I want to either maintain that or how do I want to change that or how do I want to um, at least discuss it you know be able to articulate how I'm feeling so that's my route of things I'm not trying to be your like educator of the week (laughs) but um but I definitely want to allow people to feel safe and feel like they are able to share like you know their feelings or their emotions or their experiences without feeling judged like I I don't know I just feel like there's a lot of stigma around that and we should allow ourselves to just be more open-minded and just be more open um to when people are telling us stuff so (laughs) yes absolutely you know something that not just your your artwork inspired me but um if I may share with our listeners when I reached out to you for the interview I slid in your dms (laughs) and um I didn't hear back from you for a little while which is fine because I'm like you know people can respond or not respond and respond at their you know at their leisure and you responded back to me you know some days later or whatever like hey you know I wasn't ignoring you but I just needed some time for myself and I love that because I think we should that should be that should be normal, right? To be like, hey, I just needed a a beat for myself. Like I need to take a beat and like (laughs) just take a moment. And like, to be like, that's okay. Because I think even just like in your artwork, like to say like, hey, this is kind of what I'm feeling. And this is what I do, um, whether it's therapy or movement or, you know, something else, even in our like personal professional lives to say, hey, I'm taking a day where there's like a mental health day or, or, you know, whatever it is. And I think that just opens up a door for other people to say like, I can detach myself from the, you know, pressure of productivity and like, just get back into me. And that's so important. Um, I think we're, we were taught that like, you know, to live a good life, to be a great person, you're supposed to produce and do all these things. You're supposed to be happy all the time. You're supposed to have, you're supposed to respond immediately. And that's not reality. Like, I think people kind of figured that out in 2020. That's not reality, (laughs) but like, again, we're, let's talk about it because like, we need to start integrating, um, the yeah, the humanistic like uh, you know aspect of actually working like we're real people we're not robots we're not <laughs> I don't know it's, it's just like we're not I mean what are you going to say it's, not, it's like unless you're like an actual politician I'm not gonna say anything but like <laughs> I don't know it's like you what like unless like you know you're gonna get fired or something it's okay to tell someone hey like I I did not have the capacity <laughs> to do that and um I just needed a break to kind of understand my scope of like my emotions and like my capabilities of doing stuff and understanding that I also have fears and things that I need to overcome. So there's a lot of things that, I don't know, as a professional, um, we still have to consider the human part of it. Mm-hmm. And is not always about, um, or it shouldn't be always about um, just getting that thing done or just doing the thing, you know, immediately. I think, <laughs> I think people really stress that. And um, especially in corporate, um, everything's kind of like, you know, constant and fast. And um, we just need to slow down and just really figure ourselves out and then work together and then do something better. Like that's usually... <laughs> how things would be better if you just listen to yourself listen to others and then move forward um and I I love that about me just being more transparent with the people I work with um so I you know it's just a better experience (laughs) yes I love that listen to yourself listen to others and then let's do something better let's create something better I love that now earlier you mentioned um this idea of you know, in your art, also representing you to you, right? Like not you to other people necessarily, necessarily, but like you just representing yourself to yourself. And I love that, right? Like 
things do not have to be so outward focused, right? Again, something that is kind of wrapped up in that productivity <laughs> model where it's all about, oh, well, consumers or what will other people think, but just representing yourself to you. And we get to just kind of come along for that journey. And I know one thing that you have been um, more vocal about is PCOS. And so I wanted to ask you about that now and give you an opportunity to talk more about PCOS for folks that, you know, maybe have never heard it and, um, you know, it, the importance of us kind of like learning more and knowing what it is. Yes. And I hope I do a great job at this because I'm not certified. I'm not your uh, professional that you go to. Please talk to your professionals about this. But um, I do have um, this condition, polycystic ovarian syndrome. It is pretty much a, I don't even know how, okay, so I'm still reading and making research. It's like, a, it's more so a hormonal disorder, um, just because uh, there's just basically causes like severe imbalance um, with your hormones. And if you don't know this, like having any type of like imbalance with your hormones, also um, something similar to the PCOS is a hypo uh, thyroidism, which also can control a lot. When your body gets wacky, it doesn't get fun. So, and, um, so with PCOS, um, when your hormones are doing a thing and a lot of times, uh, your male hormones a little bit higher, it just causes like different things such as infertility, which is not always the case. Like, and my you, when I'm like listing these symptoms, number one, I'm trying to remember these. Number two, um, not everyone's going to have all of them. So they it, like this is such a broad um, medical condition that it shows up differently, and you just have to understand the person who's going through it and understand what they're doing to handle their day to day basis because they're not really an able bodied person per se. Um, but it causes infertility. Um, you can develop, um, you know, hair growth in different places that you never thought you would. And that just causes a whole bunch of like anxiety and whatever. Um, it can heighten your uh, mental health issues, such as depression, anxiety, and all that stuff. Um, it can cause, it, it causes a lot of things. I really think everyone should look it up. Um, there's a whole list of um, you, you become overweight because with PCOS, um, most likely it's not always the case, people become um, insulin resistant. So anything with a lot of sugar, carbs or whatnot, um, our body does not process it as well. So you have to give up, you know, you have to give up the ice cream and the cool stuff, you know, and really focus on healthier eating um, and just being more aware of how you're managing your body. Um, and it, it just does a lot. You get fatigue, um, brain fog, um, mood swings, a whole bunch of things that just aren't fun. <laughs> and I think a lot of more people should know about it because uh, this condition is a lot more common than people kind of know. Um, and it shows up differently, like I said before. So like um, a person might look fine, but internally a lot of things are happening and it's not something that you could probably get off of work from, you know, or something that is seen as an emergency, but it really is like PCOS, you might develop endometriosis. Sorry if I say that incorrectly, but you, at some parts of the month, like literally you, your abdomen and like your uterus becomes inflamed to the point that you literally can't walk. And it's like, how do I explain that to people? You know? And it's like, you, I don't know, unless you, the person believes you, you can't really like show proof because it's not there. It's nothing like, you know, it's nothing like physical, like visual, like visible that someone would be like, oh, like that's so bad, which you shouldn't do that anyway, because just because <laughs> someone has a condition doesn't mean you say all. Oh. It's right. like, you know, like just make re resources and accessibility to rest better. I don't know, <laughs> like do positive things. Um, but yeah, um, having PCOS and living with it day by day has been uh something <laughs> that's all I can say um I say it's been pretty challenging just because like um I don't know you're trying to relate and trying to uh bring awareness 
to people. So it finally, like because of the internet, people are now able to speak to people who understand them versus like you're feeling like you're by yourself. Like even though this is a very common disorder, it's not exactly like one that you like, you'll have like a group of friends and like four people might have it. No, that's not the case. Like mm -hmm. you might have one person, one friend group might have it. And then like two other people in one friend group that might have it. And then you guys, like you all can talk about it and be like, hey, are you really tired all the time too? Yes. And it's just like, it's great because like you understand that type of tiredness. It's not like your regular type of tired. It's like a whole different, like, but um no, I think it's incredible um, that I've been able to be uh, like verbal about it, just like mm -hmm. speak out about it and talk about my experiences. And um, I'm keep I'm on my journey right now. I'm still figuring things out. Um, still trying to make sure I'm taking the right supplements and like medicine and like exercising. And I can and I tell people all the time, you can always reach out and like talk to me. Um, obviously, I'm not going to give you like any doctor advice, but I'm here as a listen, like as a listener, like I will listen to you because I understand. And I just think that's so important um, to bring awareness to that. Um, this uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome is something that people should definitely learn more about because it affects way more people than they know. And we need to be heard. We need more donations for research so we can eventually find some type of cure because right now this is just a chronic disorder that people just have to live with their entire life and honestly that's not fair like I <laughs> like um so at some point uh, I feel like we will get more momentum and more uh support and I hope uh that will be sooner than later <laughs> yes yes thank you so much for sharing that with us this morning. And I think your artwork also is another way just to, that you are raising awareness. And so people can, you know, find ways to get involved, or at least at the bare minimum, extend more empathy to folks around them who might be experiencing symptoms of PCOS. And I think that's important as well. Well, Maya, I know we're at the end of our time this morning, unfortunately, but I just wanted to ask you one more question. Are there any new collaborations or artwork drops that we can look forward to? I can't disclose it right now, okay. but there are some super exciting stuff that's happening. And I'm, I'm talking about, I'm cheesy right now. I'm so happy. I mean, it's literally mind blowing. Never would have thought that, um, certain brands would have reached out, but they did. So um, I, I can only say in 2022, it's about to be fun. It's about to be very, very fun. And um, I really just want to uh, celebrate with everybody when it happens. Um, and it's going to be a great time because I'm doing a lot more product design, a lot of uh, environmental stuff, um, and just more collaborations like for people to have. And it's I don't know. Like for me, I really want my work to be more tangible for people. I've haven't had time to like make my shop or anything. So <laughs> we'll get to there, but like I'm working with people and at some point people are going to be able to take a little bit of me home with like the brand that they choose to associate themselves with. But um, I'm just so excited about what's happening in the next couple of months in the next year, actually the future. So um <laughs> And I'm sorry that I can't disclose anything, but okay. super excited. And we and we can jump and joy later, I promise. Like <laughs> well, I cannot wait. Now, how can folks follow you and stay updated so they can get, you know, this major drop that's gonna happen in a few months or you know, in in next year for sure. Yes. So I will say, follow me on my social media platforms. They, they all have the same handle as hey. Uh, H-E-Y, Maya, M-I-A, same, S-A-I-N-E. Um, it's across the, like, it's the same thing across the whole board. Um, and I am trying my best to make a new website <laughs> um, very soon. Um, it's just going to be my name, Maya Sane, um, and .com. Uh, so uh, once that's launched, um, you can follow me and learn more there. And I know by next spring, I should, I should have a newsletter. So we'll be more direct <laughs> and we can be like, you know, actual friends. Like you literally have my email at that point. So 
um, catch me around, like catch me on social media. And if you see me around, say hi. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Maya, thank you again for joining us this morning. It was so great to have you here with us. It was great to be here. Thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. See ya. Thank you again to Maya Sane for joining us this morning. I learned so much about their creative process and their goal with their artwork. And I'm definitely excited for the future to see what they might launch. I feel like, you know, a house full of Maya Sane illustrated goods is definitely in the future because I've been seeing a lot of posts mentioning um, some various household type industries. So we'll see if my predictions are correct. Well, for today's positive note, I wanted to leave you with this quote that says, creativity is about making mistakes. Art is knowing which ones to keep. And so I just want to, again, repeat something that Maya said throughout our time this morning, which is that everything is for you. So please go out, enjoy your life, do the things that bring you joy, and definitely don't be afraid to take some time for yourself. And to be honest about if you are having, you know, a, a mental health day or taking a mental health day, I think our honesty about it helps other people feel more comfortable talking about something that we're all experiencing right now, which is stressors to our mental health. Y'all, this has been Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. You can catch me here every Monday morning at 11 a.m. And of course, remember, you can catch up on previous shows on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you stream podcasts.